A proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step programs of suck up and get good will help even the worst of gamers just be bad. We review the latest video game titles, cover the latest news, and discuss issues that affect gamers. Here are your hosts of Bad Gamers Anonymous, Bad Gamer Jason, Bad Gamer Joe, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrubs. Yes, welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host for this episode, Mr. Crowley, Bad Gamer Crowley. Uh, whatever. I'm back <laughs> for a minute. Jason's here as well. He is also a host of Bad Gamers Anonymous. Jason, say hello. Hi, how are you? I am back for. I missed uh, you. I know you didn't. Nobody missed me. Nobody right. missed me. I was just trying to be nice, but I. Well, I appreciate. Thanks that. for ruining that. Well, that's what I do. That's my thing. I think <laughs> I don't even remember what my thing is. Do I play video games? We're about to find out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you might be wondering why I'm here and Joe's not, and you're all very disappointed. And all I can do is apologize. Uh, Joe had some uh, personal things going on, and so uh, right now our, our thoughts and prayers are with Joe and him dealing with everything he's dealing with, but I promise he will be back, and I will be gone very soon. <laughs> like, I know you all want that as badly as I do. I miss Joe already. Yeah, I do too. Like, it's it's weird doing the show. Which, by the way, you guys did a great job last week. Well, thank you. It was uh, It was refreshing. <laughs> yeah i know you both agreed on everything i'm like you know what the two of you i like i can't swear i i'm so used to just you know letting letting go now uh because i don't have to do a, a g-rated show but this is a g-rated show so i'll just keep it all in i'll push it all inside Suppress deep down it. yes push it and down I'll, swallow your feelings and i'll yell at you all later <laughs> again for the third time uh let's you know what let's uh at the ear glue media uh network we've got a lot of great shows one of which is a show that i do it's a little show called simply stogies uh if you're interested in cigars or cigar paraphernalia i don't think that's what they call it paraphernalia <laughs> i think that's the wrong i think it's yeah, the wrong I think, word i think there's a, a different thing that you smoke <laughs> that involves paraphernalia right uh cigar to cigar accoutrement is that is that more acceptable probably i don't know it's a French word. You know word. what accoutrement means. Yeah, it's an accessory. You still got that post-it note up on your monitor? <laughs> I was wondering. That's what you call a callback, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen in the biz. That's a callback. Uh, so, yeah, uh, go check that out. EarGlueMedia.com forward slash Simply Stogies. Uh, right now, I'm running a contest. Uh, if you follow uh, uh, the instructions on the latest episode of Simply Stogies, you too can win or have the opportunity to win. A uh, an ashtray, handmade ashtray with the Simply Stogies logo on it, done by none other than a loyal listener to both Simply Stogies and Bad Gamers Anonymous, Star Lord, uh, from our Discord. Uh, so uh, check that out it's on the latest episode of Simply Stogies over at eargluemedia.com forward slash Simply Stogies. And while you're there, check out all of the other great Ear Glue Media uh podcasts we've got a lot of them over there we've got the smoking and drinking in space which goes along with simply stogies I mean, right because there's smoking, smoking involved. involved in both yep right uh there's uh there's other shows like the basement uh the cantina cast uh the manny faces of masters of the universe and i know i'm probably forgetting something 
But over at yourglumedia.com, they would never forget because it's on a written down for you on a website. It's all there. All of it. Man, it's been like forever since I've had to do a, I don't even know what that was. <laughs> it's been it's forever. It's been a week. I feel like I flubbed it. <laughs> the week is a, a lifetime week. in Crowley time. It's a lifetime. I've lived a whole life in the week that I've been gone. Jason, <laughs> what are you playing? So uh, <laughs> this week, um, like every day, I play uh, Simpsons Tapped Out. Um, I'm, I've kept up on Assassin's Creed uh, Rebellion. Why do you play terrible games on your mobile phone? I don't understand. So uh, did Joe, did, did you tap Joe? Did I tap talk- Joe? Yeah, yeah. He was going to move into your neighborhood and tap you. No, he hasn't sent me a friend invite yet. So you guys are terrible. To, he needs to get on that. Terrible gamers. Yeah, that's why we're on this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this week I actually picked up uh, a game that I got in the bundle with Dawn of Man. Um, I decided to install and play Planet Base and see what that was about. Had some time to to basically kill before I drove a couple thousand miles this weekend. So I uh, installed that and played that for several hours, actually. Was it was it good? What's it about planet base? Is it a base on a planet? Yeah, yeah. So you're basically setting up a colony on a planet. It plays a lot like Dawn of Man. It's it's the game that they built before Dawn of Man. So it's it's a little more simplistic in its gameplay, but it it's still fairly entertaining. Although there's some balance issues as far as well, I don't know if it's balance issues or maybe AI efficiency. But sometimes your AI gets pretty stupid and decides to starve instead of, you know, stopping what they're doing and going to eat. But that's really the only major problem that I, I saw that's in not, that game. That's not an issue with most societies? <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe uh-huh. it is kind of life accurate. You're right. I, I guess. I don't know. Has anybody ever star? I know people have died playing video games because they're, you know, dumb. Has anybody ever died from just doing normal things because they forgot to eat and go to the bathroom and stuff? Uh, maybe. I guess. I'm sure I'm sure somebody out there has done that. There's nothing new under the sun. I'm sure somebody out there has <laughs> forgotten to <laughs> eat is... <laughs> or go to the bathroom. They're working and, and just died. So That might yeah, be it's, it's the possible. most profound thing ever said on Bad Gamers Anonymous right there. There's nothing new under the sun. Not a thing. So you said you were you were you were traveling. You were driving somewhere. Did you happen to drive through my state of uh, Iowa? Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you weren't anywhere near me. You were in the far flung western regions of the state. I uh, was. In, in... I was touring the back roads of Iowa because I twenty nine is why. closed in Iowa, and yeah. Uh, yeah so well. I got to see all sorts of really crappy road. Well, yeah, we don't, we don't fix roads around here, especially out there. <laughs> I know. The only thing out there are, are look, Iowa is the meth capital of the world. Okay. So if you are in the back roads of Iowa, odds are you ran into a meth head and or meth producer. Well, I didn't stop a lot. I did stop in a in a couple small towns on the back roads uh, once to uh, take a quick bio break, and uh, once to get gas because I didn't want, I did not want to be stuck in the back roads of Iowa with an empty <laughs> tank. So yeah, no, you get shot. 
going up to a shack in the middle of nowhere, smoke coming out of it, weird smells. And you're like, hey, you guys got any gas? No, yeah, no, I'm not approaching any any shack with smoke coming out of it that smells like cat pee. Yeah, no, don't do that. That'd be bad. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so that's good. Did you stop at a Casey's at least? Yes, I actually got gas at a Casey's. Did you eat the pizza, the best pizza on the planet, bar none, hands down? That may be a little bit of an overreach, but it's very good pizza. At no, Casey's. as a general rule, I do not eat gas station pizza. Well, that's your loss. And now I feel <laughs> like I need to send you some. However, I'm not sure how that would hold up in the mail. I don't know. <laughs> let's find out. No, yeah, it'll let's be an experiment. Don't. Let's yeah, don't. no, I so yeah, like you could have called me and been like, hey, I'm over here and I've been like, cool, great. I'm not driving three and a half hours, four hours to come see you at a Casey's gas station. I'm not waiting three and a half to four hours <laughs> for you to come see All me right. at a Casey's gas station. Fair. Well, you could just play tapped out and tell Joe to come into your city and tap you. I am playing, thanks for asking, Jason. I, this week, played a whole lot of uh, nothing. I played some Home Run Clash on, on the phones. Uh, I, play, I downloaded some boxing game that's terrible. Uh, on my phone. I don't even remember what it was. That's how terrible it was. Uh, <laughs> I played Star Wars The Old Republic, and I swear if the two of you make fun of my playing of Star Wars The Old Republic one more time on the podcast, I may be in need of two new podcasters. Really? Why, yeah, look, man, Joe You're played the it. guy who does nothing but complain about Star Wars The Old Republic, and not even a day after you retire from the show... You download the game and are playing it incessantly. Joe, Joe plays it too. That's a terrible excuse. Joe does play it, <laughs> but that's, I feel like a four-year-old go, but Joe plays it too. No. So <laughs> it is a terrible game. I like to complain about things. What part of any of this is new? Uh, the fact that you said you would never play SWOTOR again and you're playing it again. I've said that every time I've quit that freaking godforsaken game and every time I think I'm done with it. They pull me back in. They just pull you back in. They do. It's I think terrible. you're weak. Well, you know, I never claimed to be a strong individual. Plus, I got in some hockey last night uh, with my good friend Jonesy Starlord and, and Shiner on the discords. Uh, if you want to join our discords, it's eargluemedia.com forward slash discord. And you, too, can join in the madness. That is Ear Glue Media's Discord server. Lots of stuff going on. All your favorite podcasts are over there. Come check it out. Say hi. Tell them Crowley sent you or don't because they will probably kick you out. Let's talk about news. Man, see, look at this. I'm right back into the swing of things. Been gone yeah. a week. Feels like forever. Right back in it. Uh, Apex Legends has now banned over 700,000 people. I know they're a machine. They they they've got banning down to a science. WTF? Have is any other company, gaming or otherwise, ever banned this amount of people in such a short amount of time? Man, I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I mean, this is just a massive amount of people. Seven hundred and seventy thousand players that they've banned in just a few months. Which goes to show, I mean, the the huge cheating problem that they've got on their servers and they're they're working on it as, as hard as they possibly can. I don't think that this is just uh, a problem that Apex Legends has. I think this is a problem no. that all of these games have, like uh, like your PUBGs and your Fortnites and whatever right. other crappy games these people play. Yeah, but I mean, it just it, it shows the scope 
of the problem. I mean, there's there's tons and tons of of cheats out there that people are using, and and they're they're going at it very aggressively. They're because cheats like this have have really tarnished PUBG and player uh, and and uh, uh, Fortnite. So they're they they don't want to fall down the same. Uh, the same dark path that those those games have have fallen down by not addressing this cheating issue. I want to read this. Uh, this is a dev update on cheaters and spammers. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll read the whole thing. Maybe I'll read all of it. Maybe I'll just read part of it. I don't know, but you can find it uh, on the show notes uh, under the Apex Legends ban uh, cheat 700K link that will be there as long uh, as well as all the other links that uh, we'll be talking about today. Uh, whole, hey, all in the blog post last week, I mentioned we have an update on anti-cheat for Apex on PC. We've got some updated stats and some interesting tidbits on things we're doing. We've been working closely with the ex- key experts across EA, including <laughs> that makes me chuckle experts at EA, EA security <laughs> and fraud. The origin teams are fellow developers at Dice, FIFA and Capital Games, in addition to easy anti-cheat. While we've already rolled out several updates and will be continually doing so for the foreseeable future, others will take time to fully implement. And while we can't share details on what we're doing so as to not give a heads up to the cheat makers, we can say what we can say is that we're attacking this from every angle, from improvements to detecting cheaters, bolstering resources and tools to improving processes and other sneaky things to combat sellers and cheaters. We can share some high-level stats of progress that have been made. The recently added in-game reporting tool has had a big impact on discovering new cheats, including previously undetectable cheats that are now being found automatically via EAC. Total bans are now at 770,000. We have blocked over 300,000 account creations. We have banned over 4,000 cheat seller accounts, spammers, in the last 20 days. Total affected matches on PC impacted by cheaters or spammers has been reduced by over half in the last month due to recent efforts. Yada, yada, yada. Carbs of the enemy. Thanks for playing. Drew. <laughs> yeah. So they're, they're doing, I think, a, a really good job at tackling this head on and making sure that they're they're showing a zero tolerance policy for for cheating on their servers. Apex Legends should be spanking Fortnite in every conceivable metric by now. And if it's not, I would be completely shocked. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's I think there's some some fall off on their their user base because they haven't put out a lot of new content. Um, I think there's some some things that they need to fix, uh, some quality of life issues, but uh, they've they've said that they're gonna they're gonna start focusing on that. Um, so hopefully that'll that'll come here pretty soon. If you say so, Borderlands Three is censoring derogatory terms used in past past games. Really, really, e- they are. Everything is terrible. Why is everything terrible? Everything they're just terrible. changing a few terms. Why? Because they don't want to be insensitive to specific groups. Why? Because it turns people off of their game. I'd buy and it. They, if they, they want to make gunny there. They want to make money. I do this. I'd buy it. I would buy it. You're not going to buy this, this game. If they reverse this decision, I will. 
Oh, whatever. Absolutely, 100%. I will buy this game if they reverse this decision. I tell, I, I'll buy it twice if they don't. Uh, Just one to of the make terms, up your not buy. <laughs> one of the terms. <laughs> I don't, why would you do that? Uh, that they are uh, that they're uh, going to ban, good God, is midget when referring to the smaller psychos in the game. I, as we have referenced on uh, smoking and drinking in space, they prefer the little term people. little people. Little people. They're right. little. So wait. So is little psychos better than midget? They're not calling them little psychos. They're gonna. They're gonna start uh, referring them to them as tinks. If you put a W in there, it totally changes. It's a the totally meaning. different. Yeah, it's a totally different group of people that you're talking about then. <laughs> So <laughs> this is going to end well. Look, <laughs> I'm just saying when you when you make decisions like this, you really need to think through the solution. I'm not sure that's the solution you're looking for. Gamers Maybe are going to take that and run with it. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah, because okay. you know, there's well, gamers like doing that and then I'm sure there's a a subset of gamers that are going to take it way too far. So, yeah. Guaranteed. So again, why are you doing this? Because it doesn't matter what you do. It's like you're going to, people are going to find a way to offend other people. And certainly in this day and age, everybody finds a way to be offended. Right. But they're so not. So just what do what you're doing. <laughs> what they're saying is we're not going to actively contribute to, uh, to that. But they board. are. It doesn't matter if you're actively contributing or not. By putting this, you know what? This is a stupid argument. Everything's stupid. <laughs> Everything's dumb. Hey, everybody, everything's dumb. Good God. It's just, just stupid. It I is. Can't even, I can't even use the word I want to use for how stupid this is because that's not even politically correct anymore. Just know that it's that stupid. It's, it's a decision they've made. Now, they made this decision on their own. Nobody forced them to make their, this decision. There wasn't no, any particular group that said, mm, you you I... must change this or you're an awful, awful company. So <laughs> this you're is, an awful, awful company. This is something that they signal. decided to do no, and on that's, their I own. Guess, and that's fine uh, from that perspective. They weren't forced into it. Nobody was vir- making them virtue signal. They were like, look, times are changing. We need to get with the times. Let's try to not, you know offend little people i mean we had a little person in charge at star wars uh celebration that's right the lpic the lpic that is correct warwick warwick davis the little person in charge speaking of things that aren't in charge bioware sucks still as does anthem <laughs> still there you go i was waiting for that second still yeah yeah so um Anthem is continuing on its decline, but EA is like, no, 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 we're we're still working on Anthem. We promise we're not diverting all of our resources towards Dragon Age Four, just most of them. Just most of them. Well, here's the thing. So there was there was a, a roadmap, right, that was supposed to come out for Anthem, uh, and it was supposed to have all the stuff that they were going to do, like all these quality of life improvements, all these game improvements, and then it never came out. Yeah. Oops. Because Sorry. Anthem isn't making money. No, because Anthem is terrible. It was a terrible game. Bioware overreached, as Bioware is wont to do in the last decade. And, and frankly, Apex Legends stole all of its thunder. It's a better game, and it's free. 
you don't like here's so we talked about this before I left, right? Like, why would you put out Apex Legends right before Anthem? I think somebody at EA actually has a brain. I'm not sure who it is, but somebody has a brain. And somebody went and played both of these games. And Apex Legends was just like an in-house, like fun thing, right? Right. Okay. This guy played that and then he went and played Anthem. And he went. Okay, wait, we've got a huge problem, guys, because one of these games is really good and one of these games is really terrible. And I'll let you guess. is not fully cooked. Right. I'll let you guess which one is which. And they're all like, well, Anthem's great. It's fantastic. And he's like, no, you're all very dumb. And I can't use the word that I want to use. How dumb you are because it's politically incorrect. Just remember that you're that dumb. Apex Legends needs to be released, and Anthem should probably go back in, in on, on, onto the shelf. And then, back in the oven. Uh, yeah, uh, somebody else went, let's just release them both, but Apex Legends first. That way it'll soften the blow of how stupid <laughs> Anthem is. <laughs> somebody went, yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. There, mystery solved. I, I have now uh, told you verbatim exactly what was said in an EA conference room. At some point, a few months ago. Yep. Yeah, that was it. Anthem's terrible. So pe- people are worried that they're sending everybody to work on Dragon Age. Have yeah, you played it's... a Dragon's Age? Oh, yeah. I've played all the Dragon's Age. Why? Because they're fun for the most part. The first one was really good. The second one was okay. The third one got better. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do with four. Have you watched Game of Thrones yet this season? Yes. All caught up good, on that. See, this is already a much better conversation than talking it about is, Bioware's it? BS. <laughs> it is. I don't care it? about Bioware. Bioware is terrible. The games they've put out lately are, are terrible. And guess what? Dragon's Age will be just as terrible. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm afraid that Dragon a- Dragon's Age or Dragon Age is going to go the way of um, Mass Effect Andromeda. I just have that feeling that they're going to screw it up just like uh, (laughs) Dragon Age Andromeda. Um, uh, Yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. So, mm, hopefully not. Hard pass. Hard pass. (laughs) Hopefully they won't do it. And Uh, another game that I think they're going to screw up is uh, Fallen Order. They're still not (laughs) releasing... Any information on Fallen Order? I see uh, which I see which one of you has gone the negative route in my absence. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they're, they're still promising gameplay. They're, they're, they said that they're going to show gameplay uh, during E3 at their EA Play event, and they also said that they're going to show it at E3, but they're not going to be at E3. So I'm not sure how they're going to, you know, work that magic, but. I don't know. I don't know. Is is whatever uh, developer going to be there that's doing this? I don't even remember the name of the developer. Uh, it's Respawn. Is Respawn going to be at E3? Uh, maybe, but... Well, maybe Respawn's going to have a panel there, and then EA at the same time at their place is going to... They're all going to release gameplay footage at the same time. It's going to be the same gameplay footage, which should worry everybody if that's the case, because that means that nobody's actually playing the game right then and there. This would all be pre... Uh, shot footage of somebody playing a game somewhere. Yeah. 
that should worry everybody if that's the case. If it's not the case and they've got some schmo up there talking about whatever, and he's got a controller in his hand and he's playing, uh, then, then great. But, uh, if they're doing this, like at the same time between two, two different, uh, conferences. Yeah. No, uh, no. I think what, uh, Borderlands 3 did was really good because they had their gameplay footage uh, revealed this past week. They had an entire event just for their gameplay footage. They showed actual gameplay footage while they were presenting, and then they left it over to Twitch streams. So they had a bunch of Twitch streamers playing the game and, and streaming that out on their Twitch streams. So they had, you know... A showcase of the of the gameplay, and then they had actual Twitch streamers playing the game, and all of their subscribers got to watch them play the game and describe it. So, I think that was probably a, a PR win for Borderlands Three over what you know EA and and Respawn are doing with Fallen Order. Yeah, no, this is a PR loss for them. Uh, they they really they they had a chance to wow everybody at star Wars celebration. And they chose to go with just a trailer. And then what, two months later, they're going to do, they're going to do gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. I know something's not, I'm, what was the line from, uh, uh, that Jim Carrey movie, uh, the Ace Ventura pet detective. Something's not stirring the Kool-Aid. <laughs> I don't remember that line. <laughs> yeah. I think it was tone Loke who said it. Well, tone Loke was in that movie, right? Yeah. I think so. I think it was Tone Loke. He was the dude who did Funky Cole Medina. Yeah, I know who Tone yeah. Loke is. Yeah, I don't remember him in that movie, but I oh, yeah, he's seen totally that movie in that movie. In and he said something not stirring ago. the Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you haven't seen that movie. Speaking of people who've probably never seen that movie, uh, the Iraq government has uh, are banning computer games, including PUBG. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, Iraq. The Iraqi government isn't known for its, you know democratic government <laughs> and you know its freedoms to its people so this no, isn't surprising no. but there's a lot of PUBG players in Iraq uh, a lot of the teens in Iraq like that game and uh they're they're already facing backlash from the the younger citizens of Iraq on this decision so i don't know Look, if man, this was I, a... I watched them topple over a statue of Saddam right These are not people I wouldn't mess with. Like, just give them their PUBG. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a great outlet for a lot of the bullshit that they've put up with for the last you know couple decades. (laughs) Thank you for making me edit that out. Oh, (laughs) oops, son of a! I come back, and this is what I get. I come back, and this is what I get. Yeah, I get no respect. You got your beep ready. Yeah, hey do. <laughs> Boop. I don't even know. Might do something like that. Might be something different. I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, but everyone's already heard it now. They know what I have done. <sighs> you know what Kotaku did? They, they did an article about Sea of Thieves. And it's so great because it's, it's like the anti-Crowley article is what this is. No kidding. I almost said a swear. No kidding. It's the anti-Crowley article because it's done by Heather Alexandra. She might as well be my arch nemesis from Kotaku. I mean, I know everybody likes to hear me say Gita Jackson, but yes. that's not my arch nemesis. It's Heather Alexandra. 
terrible. Sea of Thieves new arena mode is all the good and bad Sea of Thieves. Thanks for being vague. <laughs> well, I mean, and and this is kind of a dumb article because she's just complaining about the same things that you get in every other online game that you team up with randos and you're basically rolling the dice on what kind of players you're teaming up with. Yeah, here's I just want to read this last part because this is how wishy-washy Back and forth, flip floppy she is. If that doesn't tell you what all leftists are, the arena might not quite live up to its full potential, but it does bring a welcome change of pace to Sea of Thieves. The only welcome change of pace you could bring to Seaman Thieves is turning it off and never turning it back on. <laughs> Good God. Just make sure to sail with pals or be ready to mute some mics. Something yeah, tells I mean, me she's pretty toxic. Yeah, I don't I don't know what she was expecting. You it's jump gamers. in you jump into a, a random queue and there's no telling what you're going to get. Okay. I mean, everybody so. knows that there's the 12-year-old uh, you know, spewing racist slurs over the mic. But this isn't a racist slur. Did you read what she's what she's talking about here? Yeah, so she's got one uh, line in there that that says that uh, if you're hoping in or if you're hopping in solo, you can get anything from a crew of pirate of canny pirate legends, a bunch of micless buffoons, or as happened in my first match, a slur slinging edge lord who wants to watch the world burn. Okay, so she's she's what she's uh, she's upset about slur slingers, but then calls this dude an edge lord. <laughs> right, right. That's a little hypocritical. Like, yeah. A little hypocritical there, Heather Alexandra. You you are a terrible person. You are an awful, awful person. Please stop writing. Go find it. Learn to code. Learn to code. If I said that on the Twitters, I'd get banned. But since this isn't the Twitters, learn to code, uh, Heather Alexandra. You are a terrible writer. You are a horrible, <laughs> horrible writer. You are absolutely terrible. It's less exciting when four galleons bonk in, into each other in the middle of the ocean. Or when your captain tells you to eat a cock. But hey, <laughs> maybe that's just the pirate life. Freaking Heather Alexander, you are terrible. <laughs> terrible. I'm leaving that in. I don't even care. I'm leaving that in because it's such awful writing. Ah, why don't you complain about something? Like I'm about to do as we discuss films and video games. Yes, video games that make the transition to film or TV. So yeah. there's there's several <laughs> there's several video games that are making that transition here pretty soon. Um, one of the first one this first ones that's coming up is uh, Detective Pikachu, uh, the Witcher the man, The Witcher, The Witcher a, is coming. The out. whole Netflix series, yeah. Well, Halo TV, uh, the Halo TV series is coming to Showtime. Why? It's going to be a because I mean that thing has been in production for several years now. They announced every, yeah, but that, these Halo fanboys, man. Every time you talk to one of these Halo fanboys, oh man, the movie's going to be great. The movie's going to be fantastic. Oh, this TV show's going to be great. Oh, this TV show's going to be fantastic. There's always something. The new Halo is going to be so good. Well, I think uh, they hope it's going to be good. But we don't have very many details on on what it's going to be. It's going to be terrible. There's your detail. I don't see anything Halo. Like, they missed their opportunity. 
Well, the fact that it's coming out on Showtime tells me that it's got some clout behind it. Um, it's, okay, it's coming out on Showtime. I mean, yeah. at least it's not Skinamax. That's what? Showtime's tagline. We're Showtime. At least we're not Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so Showtime comes out with some pretty good series. In fact, I would say they're probably second in the premium cable channel, uh, you know, TV series producing uh, right behind HBO. I mean, HBO, their their shows are phenomenal, but Showtime has some some pretty good series that they produce as well. So if you say so. The 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 fact that Halo is going to be on Showtime tells me that they've they've got some creative clout behind it. It's it's serious, and the chances are it's going to be pretty good. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm not going to watch it. I like I I really like Halo has missed their their time. Halo's time is done. You want to make a Destiny one? I mean, talking you know, it's a bungee thing, right? Yeah, but I mean, Destiny is just kind of you know. I'd they, watch that with Nathan Fillion. Really, Nathan Fillion's getting a little old in the or long in the tooth for for Destiny for something like that. I you know what? I I don't even want to talk to you right now. Nathan Fillion is life. Dude is hilarious. Uh, he's got charisma, and yeah, he's getting old, and so I probably just relate with him. Yeah, Maybe I'm not what, arguing know. any of that. I hate you. You're, you're right I hate on all you that. So much. Yep. Uh, let's let's <laughs> let's you know what? Let's just talk about some of these historic titles that have gone from games to TV. Now, the first one we're going to talk about actually went from movie to video game. Well, yeah, it was it was movie. a movie that was inspired by a video game. That then spawned a video game off of that movie. That's meta. Yeah, I don't it know. It comes what that full means. circle. So yeah, art imitating life, imitating art. Yeah, imitating life. Yeah, and then imitating art. It's like a circle, so man. It's like a circle. Uh, Tron, <laughs> Tron, and it's uh and it's sequel. So yeah, so Tron. Look, look, Tron was traumatizing enough. I don't even want to talk about the sequel, Albert. <laughs> what was wrong with the sequel? I mean, everything it wasn't as it was, good as Tron, yeah, but right there you go. Wasn't as good as Tron, and Tron wasn't good. Tron was good. Tron <sighs> was good. I liked Tron. I had to watch Tron for a homework assignment for an episode of The Basement that I was on, and no, no, it was not. Didn't hold up for you? No, it didn't hold up for me. I've Did seen better graphics. No, okay, it didn't hold up for me. <laughs> Consider when that was made. It was like 1982. I was six. I saw Tron. Here, here's a here's an interesting fun factoid about Mr. Crowley. I saw Tron at a drive-in movie theater. It was the second feature of a double feature, and the first feature was none other than Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. Well, so you start with Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan. Yeah, Tron isn't going to live up to that. I mean, they yeah, should have no, started we left, like, with halfway Tron. Through. It was terrible. <laughs> they should have started with Tron and then went to Wrath of Khan. That nah. would have built up. No, because then I would have missed Wrath of Khan at the drive-in because uh, I think just my dad was tired. <laughs> so you only got to see half of Tron. That was terrible to begin with. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> And then playing the video game was even more terrible because I couldn't figure out what to do. Yeah, the video game was pretty confusing as a kid. I mean, the the, the one part with the light cycles was just basically just a game of Snake. And then you had like two or three other modes that 
weren't really well defined and it was hard to figure out because there were no instructions on the cabinet and yeah it was just it was weird it yeah, looked cool no. sure if you say so not i do say so yeah whatever uh street fighter series and in, in, in the movie yeah so the animated street fighter series the street street fighter 2v and the movie that actually i don't think i ever watched the animated series it's it's good um uh define good because you've already said tron was good so i'm not really i'm not really sure that i'm tracking with your good so it's it's not you know the greatest thing out there but it's entertaining for what age group for probably adolescent so you're 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 looking at around 11 to 15 16 that passed me by a long time ago Probably not entertaining. Uh, the movie, on the other hand, was so terrible that it's still not entertaining. Well, so the live action movie was awful, but the actual animated movie was pretty good. Okay. So I think we need to like have a line of demarcation here, right? Okay, so the animated stuff, I don't, I don't know how much I really care about the animated stuff. Because I still like uh, the animated stuff when it comes to DC and when it comes to even sometimes Marvel. Their animated stuff. Like the old really, 60s and 70s animated stuff? My name is not Albert. No. Like the new <laughs> stuff. So there are new there are new takes on, like, uh, for example, Batman or the Justice League. Uh, sure. And those movies are much better than the DC Universe movies. I I would agree with most of that, yeah. Okay. So, I don't know if I can, uh, and I haven't seen most of these animated series. I think I've seen maybe some of them, but I certainly haven't seen all of them. I, but the so movies. You didn't, you didn't grow up with, like, Captain N and the Game Master on Saturday mornings? Yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. But okay. Dragon's Lair? Uh, was that an actual cartoon? Yeah, that was an actual cartoon. That and it was looked terrible a lot as well. Like the video game because well, I think they the used video the game, same cell yeah, animation. Yeah. Well, yeah, the the video game was a cartoon, and it was it was okay. It wasn't Super great. Mario Brothers Super Show was terrible. He well, yes, the show was terrible, but it it had Lou Albano in it, which was kind of cool. Uh, especially Captain as a kid, Lou. especially oh, as a Captain kid, Lou. if you were a, re- a wrestling fan, you got to see Which Captain Lou. Yeah, and I yeah. was as a kid Which- as well. The Super Mario Brothers cartoon wasn't my thing, but the Legend of Zelda cartoon that they played on Fridays was actually pretty cool. And never saw the Legend of Zelda cartoon. Did never you ever saw that? You had an awful childhood. No, my I'm childhood so was amazing. No, my childhood was amazing. The Pac Man cartoon on Saturday mornings was yep. fantastic. Loved that. Yeah. So I think when you're talking about video games, which are geared, I mean, let's just be honest, most of the time video games are geared towards children unless otherwise specified anymore. Right. Especially in this time frame where we're talking about Tron, Street Fighter, uh, Dragon's Lair, Super Mario Brothers, Legends of Zelda, Pac-Man. Those are all absolutely 100% geared towards kids. So when when you translate something that's made for kids into a television show for kids... Usually translates pretty well. Right. Okay. So the line of demarcation for me is when they started, and this started early on too, uh, where they tried to make these live action movies. Yeah, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. 
They started so, transitioning these video games towards yeah <laughs> movies with actual actors and right. not great special effects budgets like Super Mario Brothers with John Leguizamo. Yes, was an awful, awful so movie. So terrible. One of the worst movies ever made. Bob Hoskins is in that movie. <laughs> he is an awesome actor. Yeah, not in this. This is a terrible movie, and it's got but him here's in the it. thing. Street like, Fighter. So, but Street- Hollywood went to these guys, right? They went to all these guys, and they said, look, this is a huge video game. We're going to make this into a movie. It's going to make trillions of dollars. You're going to you know, be living off the residuals forever. Come do this movie. So they signed these contracts without looking at the scripts. And this is what they get. They get these awful movies like, like Super Mario, where it's just terrible. And there's nothing they can do. They're locked in at this point. Yeah. And Street so, Fighter. Street Fighter was, an, was even worse. And it had Ralph Julia. Yeah. Had Van Damme. Yeah. And it had Ralph Julia as M. Bison. Yeah. This was yeah. Ralph Julia's last film before he died. Let's not, can we just pretend, can everybody pretend that this movie was never made? I wish. That, that way, like, let's just erase it from the common history and we can pretend this wasn't the last movie he ever made <laughs> and then everything will be a little bit better. I mean, I, if that's one small thing that I can do for humanity, let it be this. Uh, Double Dragon. There was a Double Dragon movie. There was. Do you remember that guy from um, uh, oh, what was that '90s TV show um, where MacGyver? No, all the kids uh lived in the house, and their oldest brother took care of them because their parents died. MacGyver. Um, yeah, MacGyver. That's it. Okay. It was like, Oh, what was it? Just the eight of us or something like that. Jason something or other is his name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what, yeah, that was a terrible sitcom as well. Yeah, it's got, uh, Nev Campbell was in that that show. Um, uh, That's where she got her start. Um, But yeah, he played on Double Dragon, on Double Dragon the movie. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Let's talk about Mortal Kombat for a second, because in my opinion, I'm I'm just going to, you guys can all poo-poo me later. In my opinion, Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat movie, is the one exception to the rule. This is a great movie. This is fantastic. I saw this movie the day it was released. Five times. Really? You liked it yeah. that much? It was okay. <laughs> I mean, for a, for a video game movie, yeah, this is probably one of the the top video game movies out there. And that's just because they didn't try to stuff it with more plot than what the video game had, because the video game has zero plot. It's, yeah, the video game is it's Shao just, Kahn. we're going to rip spines out of Yeah, it's Shao Kahn holds a tournament in the underworld and gets all these fighters to fight in it. And that's basically all the movie is. And it was good. And it was, it was good. really good. And the it, it music had, was fantastic. The mu- music was top notch. I will give it that. I've I've still got the soundtrack to the the movie, and it's it's phenomenal. But and it had Veronica Vaughn. Yes, that's true. Oh, Veronica Vaughn. She so was probably hot. the weakest actor in in the, the movie. <laughs> she was probably the weakest actor in the movie, uh, <laughs> both in in choreography and, and actual acting skill but well um, this milk could be our milk 
<laughs> Billy. Yeah, Billy. This Madison. milk will never be our milk. She was so awesome. <laughs> I was so happy when she was in that movie, and I don't remember which one came first. I think Mortal Kombat came before Billy Madison, but I'm not. Yeah, I, I, I'm not 100 percent on that. I think so. I think you're right. But she on was. That. Yeah, she was fantastic. She was awesome, even being the weak link that she was in that movie, which I agree. Uh, I I really liked that movie. Five times the first day it came out, I was like, I I, I called my mom because I was like, I had money. I don't remember from what, but I had money. I called my mom. I was like, yeah, just don't come pick me up. It's fine. Because, I, I mean, this movie came out. I don't think I had my license yet. That's how young I was. And wow. so me and a buddy spent the day watching that movie five times. Oh, you weren't that. Mortal Kombat came out in like nine. You had to have had your license by then. I'm tr- when, when did it come out? I want to say 94. 94? Yeah, I would have had my license in 94 for sure. Oh, it was 95. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, five times. Well, what movie am I thinking of where it was uh, it was me and a dude, Jeremy, we like we I don't even remember what it was now. I always thought it was Mortal Kombat. No, no. No. I don't know. I but mean, I did you, see Mortal Kombat five times. Living in with the your theater. mom still in ninety five and calling yeah. her to tell you not to come pick her up. <laughs> so I mean I don't know, maybe I was. No, it wasn't. I'm trying to remember what movie the, the other movie was I saw. I don't remember, but I did see five times in the theater, uh Mortal Kombat. Maybe it wasn't all the same day. Now I'm mixing my movies up. It doesn't matter. Wing Commander, really? Why is Wing Commander on this list? That was a terrible movie. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't. Should great. we go through? Should Should we go through the the uh, Rotten Tomato scores? <laughs> yeah, these are all bad. So none of these, except for maybe Tron, gets anywhere near a good Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, no. So no. so Tron gets seventy one percent fresh um, uh, yeah and, the and two got 50 yeah and its sequel gets 50 yeah and that's the <laughs> highlight out of all these movies <laughs> super mario brothers gets 21 percent. double dragon Not gets th- eight well yeah double dragon i think is and just looking at this list very quickly i believe double dragon is no it is not it is not the lowest on this list. no it is not and the lowest wow. on this list is one of the Uwe Boll disasters that that we'll talk about. That guy, yeah. he likes to take video game franchises and just see how far in the earth he can bury them. Oh, I don't. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, let's talk, <laughs> uh, Tomb Raider. Let's talk about the Tomb Raider because that was a great game back in the day, right? Yeah, it, it was okay. Not, I mean, I'm not a huge platformer, really but uh, yeah. it, it had some good. It, it had some decent graphics for it the had time. some polygons yeah it had some uh yeah had a couple of polygons that i think most of us liked and that's why we played it <laughs> right yeah uh 20 percent, and that's the angelina jolie version right 20 yeah, and 25 so, so the first two were angelina jolie gets 20 and 25 and uh the newest tomb raider movie actually does pretty well at 52 percent. so i don't know if 52 percent's pretty well well, it's uh, the I mean, on this second list, highest well. on this list. So, and it's tied <laughs> yeah. with Rampage, which was a Dwight <laughs> Dwight Johnson movie, and so hey, he probably gets a thirty percent bump leave. just for being the Rock in that movie. R- right. So, let, and let's. I want to be clear here: the Rampage movie doesn't really follow the plot of the game, which the plot of the game was non-existent. There was no plot in the game, so they get to do yeah. whatever they want. Right. I still don't want to watch it. 
Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil, which I'll, I think Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil movie with uh, Mila, uh, Mila jo- Jovovich. Yep. So hot. Want yes. to touch the hiney. Uh, she, uh, I'm going to get so many letters. Yes, you uh, are. She, that, that movie was fantastic, right? It was. I liked the first one. I thought the first one was very well done. I thought the first two were pretty good. I thought the first one was the best. Uh, the second one was was pretty good. And they just sharply declined from there. So <laughs> one day out of, I don't know what I was thinking, but out of some sort of, of self-loathing, self-hating, angsty, <laughs> whatever, I decided to watch all six Resident Evil movies in one day. And I did like an MJ spree. You're like, I got to have me some Jovovich. Is that what you were? I don't know why I had them on my media server. I decided, I just, I'm going to do this. I had, I I don't know why I I I didn't have anything that. Yeah. Don't do it. Just don't do it. No. So I watched Uh, all six in one day and I wanted to, you know, cry in a fetal position for a week after. So (laughs) tear out my eyeballs. Uh, 35%, 20%, 23%, 23%, 29%, and then the latest installation somehow jumps up to 37%. Yeah, I don't know how. I have no idea. Silent Hill was such a great video game back in the day. It was. It was one, it was, it it kind of, it was a take on the Resident Evil uh, genre of horror video games, but it was so well done. And then the movie came out and it was terrible. Uh, The 31% for the movie and 8% for the sequel. So the first movie wasn't horrible. I I liked it up to a point. Um but yeah, the, the second point, movie was just awful. Yeah, after after the uh, beginning credits credits, that was the point where I stopped liking it. Uh <laughs> uh Doom 19%, another Dwight Johnson masterpiece. And I'm pretty sure it still gets a 30% bump just because it has the rock <laughs> in it. I don't think I've ever seen this movie in its entirety uh, or on purpose. It is dumb. Anytime I've seen it, it's it been on awful. television. Yeah. And I don't, I, I never stick around. Hitman movies. Yeah. Great games. Like fantastic yeah. games. Movies. The movies yeah, suck. No. Yeah. Not 15%, 9%. Like, why is Hollywood making these movies? I don't understand. Nobody's clamoring for these. Yeah. I don't know uh, why either. I think they've, I, I think they get the, the rights to these movies. And but they why? have to they have to make something with those rights or lose them within a specific amount of time. I guess let's let's quickly go through some of these. We'll get to this uh, whatever this dude's name is. I'll, I'll slaughter it. So I'll just let you say it. Uh, Prince of Persia, thirty seven percent of Jake Gyllenhaal classic. Yeah, it was. I used to it love was okay. The, I loved the Prince of Persia games with the whole stopping of time and rewinding time and all that. I thought those that was so fresh back in the day. Now everybody does it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the movie was awful. Assassin's Creed. Like, why? Why are you trying to make a movie out of a game franchise that has already seen its its prime go past it? Right. And out of all the game franchises, I think this one probably had the most potential. And they absolutely just dropped the ball on this because what they made with this franchise was awful. Was yeah, horrible. but uh, you know what? I don't know if it's completely on the franchise uh, or, or the movie, uh, the Hollywood, because I... I, I the Ubisoft has done some stuff with this game that. Well, yeah, I mean Ubisoft has has ruined the game as well, but that's yeah. mostly because they basically dropped their main premise 
um, after Assassin's Creed three, um, yeah, which was stupid. Yeah. They, they, they decided, no, nah, we're not going to do the, the whole modern plot line anymore. We're just going to, we're just going to churn out games in historical settings and take your money and really not think about plot all that much. Uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Now, back in the day, I loved this movie. I did too. I think this movie. I think this movie is very well done for the time. I haven't watched it in a really long time, so I don't know how, like, the the uh, animation. The animation. Holds up. The animation. It shows its age, but it, it still holds up pretty well um, compared to modern animation. Um, it's not quite as good. Uh, the The story is still pretty good, though. And this is really a, a video game in title only. I mean, it's got Final Fantasy in the title, but it, it doesn't relate to any actual Final Fantasy game. It's barely got kind of that Final Fantasy feel about it. Um, so this this I wouldn't call a true video game translation. It's it's more along the lines, lines of Tron, I would say. That's probably fair, and I wonder how much of the Final Fantasy VII goodwill they were trying to capitalize on yeah final fantasy 7 and i think 8 was right around here as well or or if they were just they were like trying to figure out what they could do with that type of animation like if it was just an experiment well so we I haven't mean, really seen they had anything. a lot of big big time voice or actors doing the yeah voice they really did this. all right yeah i mean they had to put some they had to lend some credence to it somehow and that was how they did it yeah all right. So what's this dude's name? Uva Bowl. Yeah, Uva Bowl. I don't know. I've never heard of Uva Bowl so, uh, until today. Uva Bowl is a director, a German director, that got his hands on a bunch of video game IP to make movies about and made the worst dreck based off of those movies that has ever seen the big screen. So he totally <laughs> ruined Alone in the Dark. He totally okay, ruined Blood Rain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Postal movie is is probably his biggest credit. It gets a 7% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not ruin all of this yet. Uh, House of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did that too. Yep. And then he did Far Cry. I've never, I didn't even know there was a Far Cry movie. Right, because by this point, he had lost all credibility, and nobody would put his movies in theaters. Right. I, I kind of want to see this Far Cry movie now. <laughs> Don't I really do. It. do. Don't do I wanted, it. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. Okay, so let's do the scores, but let's do them like this. So Postal Movies, you already said the Postal movie had 7%, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like his highest, his highest one. Yep. Uh, Far Cry has no score, so we're not even going to talk about Far Cry. House of the, or no, Blood Rain has, one of the Blood Rain movies has no score. The highest rated Blood Rain movie has 4%. Yes. On Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Okay. It only gets lower from here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the House of the Dead has 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Alone in the Dark, one and two. Uh, two has no score. One has a 1% rating, and it's still not the lowest. The lowest one is, uh, I, I'm guessing, Blood Rain 2 with a 0% yes. on Rotten Tomatoes. 0% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. And, and that's Who not a no score. That is a 0%. Right. 
Yeah, zero percent. Like there's yeah, like I don't Warcraft was another one. It's got twenty eight percent uh terrible movie and Angry Birds, which was I, I think I've watched parts of that. <laughs> Meh, whatever. How did they make a movie out of Angry Birds? Off a mobile games? Dude, so here's the thing. So going through this list, these are all, for the most part, big name video games. These are franchise video games. These are video games that did very well during the time that they were popular. And so Hollywood looked at these and said, we can make money. All they saw were dollar signs. Because they think that because video games are geared towards kids, and let's be honest, I mean, if we go through this, if we go through the list, Super Mario Brothers, absolutely geared towards kids. They made such a crappy movie that even kids didn't want to watch it. Right. Double Dragon. Mm, I'm not really sure that's geared towards kids. Street Fighter, you could probably argue geared towards kids. Still a terrible movie. Yeah. Terrible, terrible movie. Mortal Kombat, not geared towards kids. No, not at all. Wing Commander, probably not geared towards kids. Tomb Raider, maybe adolescent, maybe, but certainly not children. Resident Evil, not children. Silent Hill, not children. Doom, not children. Hitman, not children. Prince Prince of Persia, yeah, I could see that as one. Assassin's Creed, adolescence, maybe. Rampage, yeah, kids. Uh, Final Fantasy, definitely not. War, World of Warcraft, not children, uh, mainly adolescents and above. And Angry Birds, just people who are bored. <laughs> so <laughs> Hollywood is dumb. And Hollywood needs to understand who the audience is for all of these games. And when Hollywood finally puts that together, when they finally figure it out, we'll get a great, we'll get a fantastic, we'll get an amazing movie. Based on a video game. Yeah. Until that happens, that's never going to happen. Yeah. One of the biggest franchises that we kind of glossed over on here is is the Pokemon films. So the Pokemon films, especially the the first few Pokemon films, went just absolutely nuts at the box office. Um, the, the latest few films have kind of flopped, but they've, they've got several of these Pokemon films that have made, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. So, and those are definitely geared towards kids. So, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure why it's so hard for, for Hollywood to transition a lot of these game franchises over to the big screen, other than the fact that they are missing the mark on the audience and they're, they're trying to create storylines that don't really align with what we see in the games as well. I think that's another another big glaring problem is these games have such detailed storylines just because you're you're playing them and you are in in the game that they're 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 trying to Hollywood eyes that that storyline and it's 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 coming out flat trying to distill that into a, a two to two and a half hour movie well i mean to be fair the opposite is true the inverse is true uh video game developers will f- try to capitalize on a big budget blockbuster movie yeah and fail completely and like we this that we didn't even touch that list yeah but i can't think of one instance and batman is not a a viable thing because it's not based on the movies because the batman games based on movies are terrible terrible and anybody that tells me pod racing 
I might kick you in the nuts. <laughs> I can't think off the top of my head of one game that's based on a movie that is good. And when I say good, I mean, like, we would all agree this is a really good game. They're so all, they're I would all terrible. say maybe, well, but the, the latest Spider-Man game really wasn't based on the movie. Although based it was on kind a movie. of movie adjacent, right? Mm, no. You don't think so? Well, no. The latest Spider-Man game? No. Uh, so the Spider-Man game had Peter Parker when he was older. He was out of high school. He was out of college. Uh, yeah, and that's, yeah, I guess Ma- that's true. Mary Jane. Yeah, and so this new Spider-Man is, you know, he is he is certainly still in high school. Yeah, I guess that's And Mary true. Jane is not a redhead in the new. No, that's right. Spider-Man. That's right. That's no, right. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't, my, the actress is extremely attractive. She's still not a redhead. So I don't, I, so I, so it's not, uh, so these, these games, like when I talk about based on a movie, like it has to have a, like the plot of the movie, like you're playing them. And I think that's where maybe the video game developers just aren't understanding. If you, you can't replay the plot of the movie, you have to make it its own story. And you have to have game mechanics that don't suck. And in order to do that, you have to have time. And by the time you get that out, it's going to be two to three years after the movie is done. Yeah. So you, you, you can't strike while the fire's hot. And I, that's what these game developers try to do. And by doing so, something has to give, and it's usually plot and mechanics. There you go. Stop trying to make video games off of movies. And stop trying to make movies off of video games. Yeah, seriously. Like somebody, an executive's got to look at this list, right? And go, why are we doing this? Yeah. The the Halo TV series, I can maybe see them being successful with that because it's a series. It's on Showtime, so they don't have the restrictions of um, of like cable or network TV. And depending on what they do with the plot, I, th- I think they could be pretty successful. Now, same with The Witcher. I think The Witcher right. has a shot too, but again, because it's on Netflix and Netflix has the budget to throw at it. Yeah. Now, that said, The Witcher is certainly not geared towards children. And so I don't think this Netflix series is going to be geared towards children at all either. Well, I don't think the Halo TV series is going to be geared towards children either, especially being on Showtime. No, yeah. It can't be, right? I mean, I, I suppose it could be, but why would you put it on Showtime then? Right. I mean, you could put a children's show on Netflix, but you don't want to put... The, like, The Witcher's not a children's game. No. And like, really, there's most decidedly boobs and sex in The Witcher. Yeah, and really, the the Halo series isn't a children's game. I would put that at adolescent or older. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, but, I mean, I think we both know that you get on there and there's eight-year-olds saying words that they probably shouldn't use. And it would really upset Heather Alexandra <laughs> and her sensibilities, and she would write about it, and it would be a terrible article. Right. But I'm and that's what you call a callback. Yep. And I'm looking forward to Angry Birds 2, which they're also making. Why? Why are you looking forward to a movie about a game that you only play when you're bored? No, I'm not looking forward to it. I've never played Angry Birds. I never watched Angry Birds the movie. I'm not looking forward to Angry you. Birds 2. I don't know why they're making Angry Birds 2. 
Angry Birds well, one got Angry Birds forty three percent. Well, that that's honestly when you compare that to what some of these other games got, that is that, that, that might as well true. throw an Oscar at it. That's true. That's what movies get, right? Oscars. I don't know. I forget. I don't watch award shows, so I don't know what they get. A Grammy, a Tony. Yeah, they get all of it. Yeah, a Razzie. <laughs> some of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Probably all the Uwe Bowls. <laughs> that needs to be. You know what? Let's make a uh, let's make a Uwe Bowl uh, award for this year's Crowleys. Oh, we uh, yes, yes, yeah, done. Somebody remember that because I'll forget. Uh, that's the show. Uh, I won't be here next week. Joe will be back. I think, I hope maybe if not, then I will be back and I don't know what I'm talking about. We'll find out next week together. Shall we? Uh, until then I'm Crowley. I'm Jason. That's Jason. And we're out of here. See ya. Stop making movies. Hollywood. You suck. Bad Gamers Anonymous is not affiliated with any video game developer or publisher. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of the host and not of Earglue Media. And are probably terrible. Executive producer for Bad Gamers Anonymous is James Dean. Get good, scrubs.